Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Travis Walker. I'm one of the pastors here at First Family Church. And the Extra Point Podcast is an opportunity for us, the preachers at First Family Church, to share just a little bit more insight or application from the text that was preached the previous Sunday. No doubt for sure as we prepare and plan our sermons and messages, there's a little bit of content or information or learnings, even thoughts that we have uh, that are, have to be left on the cutting room floor as we prepare our sermons for Sunday. And so the Extra Point Podcast, just an opportunity for us to share um, some of those learnings or insights or applications. And so today I want to just quickly review for you where we were on Sunday, in case you didn't get an opportunity to hear the message or just a good reminder. And so on Sunday, we're in Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 through 18, which is Paul sharing what I believe are three responses to the greatest news ever shared. As many of us are familiar, Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11, is the very famous and incredible story of what Christ has done for us, how he um, not considered equality with God, something to be grasped, he humbled himself, hum- as became a man, and was willing to humble himself even to death, even death on a cross, on the cross. And so verses 12 through 18 is Paul's and our response to that greatest news. And we shared that with the church on Sunday. We talked about how one of the responses should be passion. One of the responses is trust. And one of the responses is joy. And then in verses 17 and 18, you see that all kind of culminate in Paul's example as he shares with the church that his willingness, even if he is poured out as a drink offering, uh, he's willing to, uh, he does exemplify those three things. He exemplifies passion, trust, and joy. No matter what happens to him, because of what Christ has done, he's willing to suffer for others. And so I just wanted to share um, more on this idea of sanctification that I believe is talked about in verses 12 through 18, where Paul says this very beautiful, beautiful phrase that it is God who works in us both to will and to work for his good pleasure. And I think what he's teaching us is after we are saved, after we are justified, the Holy Spirit moves in and continues to work on us. And so I shared some of those insights on Sunday. I think what I want to share with you today are just two helpful terms. I want to define those terms for you. And then as you continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, these are just beautiful concepts and ideas to meditate on, to discuss, to read about, and to consider. So the first term I want to define for you is the term monergism. So monergism is the theological term a helpful way to understand your justification. So how you are saved. And monergism kind of points to the fact that there is one key player, that God is the main mover, the main doer in your salvation. He's the one that seeks. He's the one that saves. He's the one that forgives. He's the one that justifies. We are recipients of all of those gifts. You think of Romans chapter 8, which tells us that he's the one that elects. He's the one that justifies. He's the one that uh, um, does all the work in our salvation. Look at Romans chapter 8 for the, the chain of redemption, and you'll see the beautiful moments, where all the beautiful moments that God in our justification saves us. 
That's monergism. God does the work. We are merely recipients. As Ephesians tells us that we were dead in our trespasses and sins, but God made us alive. So when it comes to your justification, your salvation, we believe in monergism. Now, as we move to synergism, I think, again, I want uh, just to give you a term for you to wrestle with, consider, um, and ponder as you work out your salvation. When it comes to your sanctification or how we grow, I think an interesting term to consider is the term synergism. So in your justification, we believe in monergism. God does the work, your recipient. But when it comes to your sanctification, there's this idea of synergism, that God moves in, the Holy Spirit is given to you as a gift, as a down payment, he moves in, and he begins to work in you both to will and to work. Do you see those two ideas there? That's synergism. Holy Spirit is working on you, changing you, but then he empowers you both to work and to will. So you have this part that you play in your sanctification. Some ideas or some common applications of this would be like you reading your Bible. Reading your Bible is an act that you do that, mo- that, that helps your sanctification. Church attendance, being in community, serving, using your spiritual gifts. So when it comes to your sanctification, how you grow, it's not monergism as in God does everything. It's not monergism that you do everything. It's this idea of synergism that God, the Holy Spirit inside of you, moves, works in you both to will and to work for your sanctification. Beautiful idea of of God. To the best of my abilities, I'll use the word partners with you or comes alongside or uses your work and your will as you continue to grow spiritually. So again, uh, there's way more to that idea that we could unpack today, but I just want to give you those two words for you to consider, to think about, to pray about as you continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Our justification, all credit, all glory goes to God. In our sanctification, the Holy Spirit moves in and helps us and works with us. Again, that beautiful phrase from Paul in Philippians chapter 2, the Holy Spirit works, God works both to work and motivates us and changes us both to work and to will for his good pleasure. I hope that's helpful. Another little food for thought for your Tuesday. Hey church, we love you. We love ministering with you. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Extra Point Podcast.